Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Willis, your host. It seems, it seems, it seems like we're having an issue with our restreamer because none of the, it's not on Facebook when I check the connections. It says that it's connected to all the other streamers except, except for Facebook. Uh, so what I think we better do is I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the, uh, a link on Facebook to the uh, YouTube channel. As we go here, actually, um, uh, you know, help me out here. Bridge MCP, you have access to the you to the fa to the Facebook page. Wh why don't you throw a link to the face? Let's see if you can do that for me. Throw a link to the um, YouTube uh, thing into the feed. I mean, into into a post on our page. I think that should should do it for us, so that people can understand we're having problems. Anyway, we're gonna have a great show for you today. Uh, in fact, you're in control, and we are all now going to be on YouTube, and I guess Twitch, and uh, the other one. Yeah, no Facebook share. We're going to have to share YouTube to um, Facebook. I think, uh, let's, can you do that, uh, MCP, British MCP, can you do that? Egberto, I'm out with family all the way in Jersey. Don't want to risk Roman charges. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Okay, folks, let's, let's just go ahead and clear this up, make sure to see if we got... That YouTube feed there, as I check the restreamer one more time. Again, this one, this time it isn't my fault. This time it isn't my fault. It's the restreamer's fault. This time it's the restreamer's fault. And it still shows that it's not restreaming the link at all. And therefore, we are going to have to go ahead and find some other way to get it so that our Facebook people know how to reach us on YouTube, which is what I'm doing right now. So bear with me as I am a little bit lackadaisical. I thought somebody could throw it up for me, but I'll go ahead and throw that in there in one second. So if you guys tolerate my, what, what do I say? If you guys can tolerate me a bit longer without getting, before I get into the program, I will have that in the link in two seconds. I'm looking for the YouTube link, and as, find, as soon as I find the YouTube link, we'll be ready to fly, I think. Well, I think we'll be ready to fly. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. We're almost there, folks. I promise you, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Let me get to the YouTube link, and then we will be almost there. And when we get there, we will start. Let's see. But he says, I, I comment and post and put in link. Okay. Let's go ahead and do this real quick, and then I'll with you. I hope that means that you got it up there, Bridge. I hope that means that you got it up there, but we'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute. Get shareable link. Got it. Now put this one back here. Guys, it's only me. It's only me running all these computers at the same time, so forgive my delay. Forgive my delay. I know you forgive me. All right, there it is, in case Bridge doesn't have it. All right, what I'm going to go do now is bring up that other page and see if I can do something with it before we get started. And we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there, folks. Hang with me. 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 All right. Uh, let's see what we got up for. That is yesterday's program. All right, here we go. I think I found a way to do it. I think I found a way to do it, but it's still going to kick them over to YouTube, but that's okay. That is, uh, that's going to be just fine as soon as I post the link. And I'm almost ready to post the link. Almost ready. And here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Don't be so slow. 
Don't be so slow. Don't be so slow. There we go. It's in there. It's in there. And it's there. All right, folks. What I did is I posted the YouTube link to um, I posted the YouTube link to Facebook so that those people who are searching for it on Facebook can actually see how to get to us. I hope that works enough for people to make that change. Anyway, today is your day. It is your day. What do I mean by that? Well, I had an interview with uh, John John Marshall. You know, he's a author, and of course, everybody knows him from the Atlantic, a, a great writer at the Atlantic, etc. So we had an interview today, and that's the interview that I was going to play today. But you know, you keep getting all these these bits and pieces of news. And I don't want to say that it gets me down because I always find a way to get up after you hear these kinds of news, right? But I said, you know what? If I'm feeling this way, I know folks want to say certain things about what's going on. And I said, so we're going to have an open forum here. So all the messages that you guys want me to read out, throw it into the feed. And I am going to do that right away. So let's get busy. Uh, Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. She says, hi, peeps. No FB notice. I'm sorry about that. Didn't get one. Alistair Water is also on YouTube. E2247 says, is it true or false? The gap between our technical capacity to destroy and the human moral capacity to control that technical capacity can be bridged. True or false? True. True. In fact, I was talking to that with Andrew Schmuckler, which we have another, uh, we have another uh, instance of our, uh, another instant in receivers already grabado, taped, that will be played while I'm on the road heading back to Houston. All right, Peggy Lopez, hi all, she's here. Uh, Robert Davenport says, hello, progressives. Welcome aboard, Davenport. IVQ says, there was no Facebook share. Sorry about that, guys. Alice Water says, not watching on FB because of the sound problem. British MCP says, it's not on FB. Robert Davenport says, no notice for you too. I think they try to throttle progressives, guys. That's just my hunch, you know? Hello, relatives. Today's visit is going to be our greatest, according to E2247. British MCP says, I have to refresh the YouTube sometimes. E2247 says, founders of the U.S. wanted to perfect and encourage free press as if as it was the best way to keep authoritarian rule from taking over the government. And that, we kind of discussed some of those issues with John Marshall earlier today. I probably will play that either tomorrow or Monday. I have a hunch we'll play that tomorrow. E2247, or rather, E247, Tom Jefferson's promoted the press as it brings public officials before the Tribunal of Public Opinion, thereby produces reform peaceably, which otherwise must be done by revolution. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Peggy Lopez says, when I was a young chick of 55, I decided no alphabet speak. Bridge MCP, FB. Alistair Water says, I never get notices from the YouTube. Twitter, on the other hand, every day. Robert Davenport says, we need to be able to type in PDR live and be directed there. I think if you type PDR, t well, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and get that. Um, You know what? I uh, Thank you, Robert. I'm going to work on that because I, I could probably work on that. Let me see. Put in PDR live and see if it comes up because we have something called PDR TV a bit. Anyway, I'll work on that. Free Press informs folk to see what is unfit, fair to play. Patrick Henry said, Liber liberties of people never work nor ever will be secure when the transaction of their rulers may be concealed from them. I agree wholeheartedly. Texas is your classic example. 
Uh, easier to find replays. Okay, I need to find, try to find a way to get the search engines to be better at that by using some precise keywords. So uh, thank you for that information, Davenport. Free press itself was not an issue. The issue was of free press importance and impact on government. 1760 to 1790s, free press was the only effective weapon folks had to attack on just government. The, and you know, and they did it with a, 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 bunk, a, 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 a horse and bunky, right? Me thinks an issue. All right, let's continue. Having press be able to criticize the government to call attention to its shortcomings, then expose it for what really is. All right, Bridge says the page thinks uh, the page links to YouTube. Yeah, that's what I did, Bridge. All right, short course corrections become possible only with free press vigor. That is not a press oligarchic authoritarianism and allow to survive, allow to thrive. Politics done right displays the best features of a free press done right. Thank you so kindly, E2247. PDR inspires us all at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Love you, brother or sister. E2247, are you male or female? I don't know. Egberto, I'm out with family all the way in New Jersey. Don't want to risk Roman charges. We'll be back tomorrow. Get a plan without Roman, bro. They're cheap now. They're cheap now. AVQ also said, no, this is the 2247 who says, when Europeans came to the new colonial U.S., uh, of the things they almost remarked upon was the plethora of newspapers. Every new state constitution had language assuring a free press, and then it made it into our Bill of Rights. Free press, first one. All right, Ted Cruz storms off after being asked why mass shootings happen only in America. This, is re this really is a purely American problem, as we have hundreds per year, while every other nation that has at least one have them in single digits. Brother, where did you get hundreds? I think you mean thousands, right? But here's the funny thing, right? I, I, if this is the same interview we're talking about, the guy said, America is, in fact, exceptional. It's exceptional at killing its own. The guy told him something in that regards, which was true, right? Look, no country is exceptional in, in the aggregate. All people are people, love their families, love people, all that good stuff. Whenever you start beating a thing about we are exceptional and all that kind of stuff, I don't exactly know what you're trying to do. Now, it's normal behavior that we do a little bit of bragging here and there, but I've learned how to turn that off most of the times when it comes to you know personal issues. Anyhow, anyhow, Trump loses appeal, must testify in New York uh, civil court, civil probe. Trump can't go a minute without lying. Too bad this is a civil case, not a criminal one. I know. Thumbs up on YouTube. Yeah, folks, listen to Brother Davenport. Let's have those thumbs up on YouTube. And even though we have a link on, on Facebook, go ahead and like it. Give it some traction. You know, that's what we want. Let me jump over there and do a refresh on that page. And come back here to my page here and keep answering your questions. AVQ says, beyond gun control, we need hatred control. These killers aren't acting alone. No one acts alone. There's a cultural and structural connection here. When we wage war, we dehumanize whole populations. Killing isn't easy. Perhaps it isn't even possible without doing so. And the dehumanization process is collective. I can't let go of this fact there is a lot to uh, there's a lot to uh, deconstruct from what AVQ just said 
because it is so, so, so true. You know, let me think about the person that gives me the most hell in this room, Daniel Ledo. A thought has never come to me to want him off of this earth, to want him dead, to physically harm him. I'd like to hammer a few things uh, virtually into his brain. But what AVQ is putting out there is, 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 is real. There's a cultural and structural construction connection here. When we wage war, we dehumanize. And that's the thing, right? When, if you're inflicting harm on another human being, you feel that harm to some extent because that's you. That could be you, right? That's, there's an immediate empathy there, even if you're generally an unempathetic person. But, but, if you can psychologically dehumanize that person, like let's say what the United States did for black people in the days of slavery, or what they did to the indigenous people by calling them savages, you know, you take away their humanity, it's then easy to kill them. It's then easy to cut their balls off. It's then uh, while they're alive. It's easy to cook them. It's easy to boil them. It's easy to hang them, right? Those people who can do that, they see, they, they've lost their ability to see the symmetry, the congruency with all human beings, right? So you're right, brother ABQ. What we need to do is we need to make dehumanizing painful. In other words, it's, you have to be able to see it very hard to not look at anybody irrespective of what they look like as a human being. And that has to be taught from your young. You know, it's interesting, and I, uh, forgive me if this analogy comes across wrong, right? But when a, a bear or a lion in general kill a human being, right? The normal thing to do was to not retrain that, but to kill that lion because we want to remove any, we want that associated with you can't kill humans, right? What can we do that ourselves? Why can't we see that? You know, why? And again, you have to teach it from young. The gangbangers in, 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 in these, and, and you know, we like to talk about the gangbangers in Chicago, LA, and New York, or whatever. But you know, you have the gangbangers in rural areas. You just don't hear about them because they don't kill as many people because there's so many, so, so, such a small number of them in the aggregate in any area. So, got you, Rod, uh, got you, AVQ. That's powerful. Second one from AVQ gun control isn't enough. We also need hatred control. The lone wolves out there, the lost souls who have chosen to play real war in response to their own demons, might seek another course of action if they had fewer political and corporate role models. The human race will not evolve by, by waging war and killing itself. Now let's see how many conservatives talk about thought police. <laughs> That's funny, right? Alistair Waters says, AVQ, the link isn't available. AVQ says, okay. Uh, continuing, A, uh, Paul Fleming says, I'm checking in from Atlanta. AVQ says, someone else will have to redirect. Got it? Did it? Masticator is in the house. <laughs> How you doing, Masticator? Mass shooting in, is a cultural problem until we're ready to discuss CT? Really? 
Okay. I think it means CRT. All right. Above link, Trump loses appeal, must testify in New York civil probe. Boy, that probably irks him to no order. You know, he's probably pissed. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go under oath. And if I lie under oath, then I can go to jail, right? Paul Fleming says, hit that like button, folks. Hit that like button and throw those. Um, and by the way, if you are on YouTube, please consider, my dear friends, to go ahead and click the join button and become a part of the PDR Posse. You can do it, folks. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Who posted that? Good, 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 great. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, and by the way, thank you. I see the post that you made now, um, that you made, Bridge MCP. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. Thank you. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Yvette Avery is in the house, she says. Good afternoon, Posse. Liberal press, in fact, base press. We, hey, you, I think you guys are going to like the interview that I did with John Marshall. Uh Let's see, ideological press, that is original meaning of the term liberal press. Whereas conservative press is ideologically based press, that, that is meaning of the liberal press. It's liberal, all kind, and everything goes, including conservatism. Peggy Lopez says, uh, if there is someone here who knows how to form a pact so we can use the power of money speak to combat the GOP death cult, I'm willing to work on this. You know, I'm getting back to Houston uh, next week. Is it next week or week after next? Week after next. And um, we're we're fired up because we're going to be working with some young folks to farm groups to really go out there and activate Harris County, led by young people. You know, I'll just be an advisor, but led by young people going to put this stuff together. And, and and take it from there, folks. Listen to a uh, listen to Bridge MCP. Pump that thumbs up, please. Pump that thumbs up, and please, if you will, join. If you join now, I'll put you on the screen. Okay, Melanie Keelan says I'm in the house. She's here. Uh, e two two four seven. How about that Beto Bird dogging? I love it. I love it. Beto did did it right. Um, Dave Smith says put your hate aside for a little while. And pray for Joe Garcia. Hmm. <coughs> um, Dave, there is no hate in this room. Dave, I think Joe Garcia is the husband of the teacher who died. Uh, you know, there's the husband of the teacher, one of the teachers. He died of a heart attack either today or yesterday. Go, I mean... Sad, but yeah. Bridge MCP says, very, very sad. Dave Smith with four children left without parents. Yeah. Robert Davenport says, do not give oxygen to evil spokespeople like Lado. He spews hate on evilness with most comments and will continue until banned. Let me tell you something about that's interesting, Davenport. And those of the people who attend, and, and this is where you have to wonder about people a lot of times. The people who attend my um, Ask Egberto Anything, right? Dave, uh, or rather, Daniel Lado comes, he's come two or three times, three or four times, actually. And he's had enjoyable conversations on the platform. And people en actually enjoy talking to him. I don't know what, when you, the invisibility of posting without anybody seeing your face or something like that or 
actually knowing that you're touch you're speaking to somebody you know it does something to people like i said i know this guy before trump i knew this guy when he was one of the tea party leaders and i don't know if you guys remember the origins of the tea party but some of the guys in the origin of the tea party i i've interviewed quite a few of them i i went to some crazy bars and interviewed some of these folks in the in the days and these people were people looking for something they these people are things that you know I'm not saying that we don't have the racist sect and all that kind of stuff, but you know, I really don't care about, you know, a lot of people, whenever things with race come up, it's, it's like a showstopper, right? You call me the N word and I go into a convulsion and I never speak to you again. And it's all over to that. That's not how I operate, you know, because, um, I work through a different frame of mind. You know, I don't, I, I don't think anybody can really, uh, you know, anybody can really make, take, take my own, and it should be with this with you as well. Take your own power away. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. And I'm, I'm going to kind of expand on this. You have a lot of guys who like to go to these rooms, right? And they like to say something explosive to see the reaction they can get. So they'll, like you've seen some when I when I was able to take calls not here in our little mobile office mobile studio people call us they'll call and say n n n the n word n word n word n word n word and you know a lot of times it's to see my reaction and I remember there's one time I don't know if all of you saw it but I had a brother of mine white guy that does a lot of activism with me in Houston I brought him into the studio for uh, an interview. And when we picked up the call, and this guy says N word, N word, N word, you can actually look it up on my on my uh, in my feed, or rather on my um, YouTube. You know, I I smiled and I looked at him and I let him say his part and I said, you must be having a bad day. And you know, we went through the stuff and all of that. But a few weeks later, um, my friend he said, you know, this has been bothering me for a long time. I'm like, what? He said, when I sat next to you and that guy really used all kind of racial epithets on you and I froze. He said, I didn't know what to say, what to do. You know, I didn't know what to do. And I said, you did what, whatever it is that you did. It's not, I mean, I had no problem with it because the guy wasn't addressing you. He was addressing me. And it was, what about how am I going to respond to it? You can either fall, become a slave to words and hot air and let that drive you which is what the right wing is very good at doing they let a lot of a lot of politically correct folk you know progressives tend to like to be very politically correct you know they can stop a complete conversation with one word so you make no progress because you have to discuss the meaning of that word and what if somebody call you at end they're either an idiot or they're racist good punto final what more is there to discuss you know um, I made a mistake that I didn't know that I made with women when I went to D.C. to a, uh, several years ago to a conference. And this conference, we were discussing the 28th Amendment and we were discussing how best to address it to the politicians that we were going to go talk to on that Sunday. We came in on Thursday. I am a Panamanian. We are a very huggy, huggy culture and, you know, and also, you know, complementary culture. And so every, everybody knows me as we get together. In fact, everybody's waiting on their hugs, right? So, you know, 
we get there and we're hugging all that hugging all that kind of stuff and uh one of the young ladies come up and i'm like hey you know hey how you doing beautiful hug beautiful you know guy come hey handsome you know just just that kind of camaraderie but one of the leaders only heard me talk to this one woman and say hi beautiful and by the way i could swear i called her beautiful too i thought i did but i don't know we stopped an entire conference to discuss that i did something wrong and believe me i didn't think that was what i did wrong saying hugging and calling somebody beautiful i didn't realize that was what it was all about and i kept on asking what is it that i did wrong and they said you figure it out you figure it out you figure it out and then uh you know so we went through and i am trying to figure out what i did wrong so finally Someone of the other girls told me, I said, I don't really know why she's getting all that mad about it. Or we change this meeting to address chauvinism and all that kind of stuff, which I want when I'm sexist or chauvinist to be informed. If I, if for some dumb reason, I don't get it on my own. So I went and I started calling all the women friends I knew from lawyers, doctors, waitresses, everybody. Hey, if I did this, what would you think? Not one of them said that I did anything inappropriate. That's what sometimes you get into in the progressive field, okay? What am I, why did I bring that up? We, we have to learn. The one thing that the Republicans know is to concentrate on simplicity and just get things done, right? If they could be wrong, which they usually are. They could be evil, which many times a lot of their politicians are, but they don't waste time on things that they don't need to be repetitious on. And what they need to be repetitious on is what they do. I wish we would learn that. Okay. Bridge MCP says the husband of slain Fort Greater Irma Garcia, who died in Texas school, has passed away from a heart attack. Yes, I, I, my daughter told me about that. Uh, Paul Fleming says Australia passed gun laws and it reduced murder by 70%. I thought it was more than 70% uh, earlier on. Maybe it has normalized. E2247 says action called the Department of Justice Civil Rights. Division, call it. He left the number in there, 202-532-3849 and 202-307-2222. All right, let's see. Script. Hello, I'm calling from Texas to express deep concern over the violent extreme actions enabled by Operations Lone Star. Our masticator said, be honest, Igberto, how disappointing was it Uvalde shooter wasn't white? Okay, let's address that. Um... How this, it's not, I wasn't disappointed, I was surprised, but it, I, you know, I'm very honest with what I said, right? I just assumed it was one of these lone white, um, white young kids who have been, uh, who have been messed up in their minds, right? Because of the false, we're coming to get the white men kind of a thing that's been going around in their space. There's a space out there that a few of my white brothers told me once, Egberto, look at this. You know, they know how to work fear into, they're, they're telling all these young white kids because the white kids are, they don't have the problems their old parents had, but now they're getting to these white men because there's a, you know, they're, they're really getting to them as far as that is concerned. So I was surprised that it was not a, a generic white kid of 18 years old doing it and what it meant however is that i understood that him being a latino guy i keep 
hearing them saying Hispanic. Hispanic is a white Spanish guy. He's a Latino. That's what he is. And we, 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 we misuse these statements all of the time. He's a Latino. Um, it's, it, it means that it's going to, here's how I think this is going to evolve. I think after the stigma of 19 children, God, just hearing that hurts. 19 children good, gone down. Man, that's messed up. Um, man, that's messed up. That is completely messed up. After hearing that 19 um, kids got murdered, it wears off. Uh, Sandy Hook wore, wore off. I mean, if you're immediately around, it, it still touches you. When you see the old pictures of blogs that you write, it still gets you when you say, God, you remember that you, you remember that curdling in your gut when you saw that? The same thing with the curdling in the gut when you saw about Uvalde. But, but I think they're going to turn it. I think they're going to turn it since the guy is supposedly from El Salvador. I think they're going to turn it into an immigration issue. If there is anything within that guy's immigration past that leads anywhere that he came over the border without his papers ready or whatever or maybe his parents came i mean if if there if there's anything like that in his history this is going to be when i talk about simple messaging this is what i'm talking about this is going to be turned into an immigration issue those bad immigrants and it's going to take the focus off of the white supremacists and what they're doing on mass and you know and the problem is i wonder if our side meaning the good side is ready to counteract that e2247 said oh that's white supremacist rhetoric encourages civil rights abuses it's proven when official chase and shot at 15 year old child yeah we know that brother we know we know we know all right tom c has a one in three let's go with tom one the democratic party is the real pro-life party pro-gun control to save victims life pro-choice to save the lives of a woman, pro-child care and parental leave to save the children. That's a tweet. That is a tweet, Tom. Do you have a Twitter account? If you don't, I will post it and uh, and, and and tag you, uh, or rather, and give you, if you don't have a Twitter account, pro-progressive government policies and taxations to save the domestic lives of American families, pro-fairness and opportunity in business, to save the economic lives of the middle class, pro-gay rights to save the lives of LGBTQ people, pro-Medicare for all to save healthy lives for deadly disease, pro-democracy to save the American political lives of everyone from deadly despotism. Wow, I'm cutting that out right now. I am cutting that out right now and I'm putting that under your files, brother. Because I love, I can't, Tom C. Brother Tom, I love that. Consider it copied. There you go. Got to do something with that. I love that. I simply love that. Um, White House uh, comments is at 202-456-6213. Peggy Lopez says, CDC studied childhood first cause of death in America guns. It's a shame. Used to be car crashes. Maybe in the old days, it used to be some kind of disease, smallpox or something else. 
now the number one cause of death you know what i would like i wouldn't call it guns anymore i'll call it republican policy the number one cause of death in america today of children is republican policies ah i kind of like that kind of like that okay bridge mcp says wrong and wrong john smith p.s you aren't a woman what did john smith says places with gun bans or strong gun control have high violent crime rates and murder pro-abortion is for death of children causes women okay john if you're gonna leave messages try the truth places with gun bans or strong gun control have higher violent crimes and murders okay that's not true okay the places with a lot of guns are the places where we have the most murders all right it's not there's it, there, it, there's no argument and you can get the stats for it sir you can get the stats don't listen to the crap you heard from the right way if you want the truth if you want to lie to yourself and put those things out right it doesn't change anybody's mind out here who wants to have truth what it does however is it diminishes you because every lie that you put out like that sir it means whenever you speak you have that less credulity remember that that's why i try to be relatively sure of everything that i say and when i make a mistake i am very quick to correct it all right let's see what else we got here um uh, some good 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 information from e2247 keep following up haiku three 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 welcome made up stats john <laughs> see i told you our our people are smart here bd parlor 12 noon friday discovery green houston man i wish i could be there take pictures though I, a lot of folks from kpft gonna be out there i i saw i in our thread i saw a lot of that going around let's make sure and get out there and you know what people are one of you are gonna be people with guns they're gonna be people with guns but they're gonna be very careful because right now we are at a edge point and they don't want it to get so crazy that laws start to get passed, you know? So, all right, let's see what else we got here. E2247 says, great, above all spirit, take pity on us to help us all say no to war in Ukraine. There is no alternative to negotiations, no matter how difficult they might seem. Agreed. Uh, John Smith says, Bridge MCP, so why are you being anti-science and anti-fact? I think Bridge is doing a great job maybe were you looking in a mirror brother smith you may have been please get away from the mirror and listen to what bridge is telling you all right bridge mcp replies i am a scientist yes she is again she is peggy lopez says i agree gop policy killing children in all areas john smith says bridge mcp trying to use fallacies to argue doesn't make your point but that is what you're doing sir john uh, robert davenport says of course we knew he was not a white shooter the law enforcement shot him to death on the scene. No stop. Oh, wow. Bingo. You know, I've been so into these kids. I've mentioned about this, how they treat these white killers uh, before. But, you know, I didn't. That was away from my mind. Wow wow two serial killers two serial killers in two weeks 
and as usual, oh wow, you know it, it, it that one that one went right by me. I was so into the subject, brother um, Davenport. I was so into the subject, it fits the narrative perfectly. But I hadn't seen it, hadn't seen it. And you know what else? You know what else? What we're starting to find out. You know what else we're starting to find out? That the the cops that were there. They stayed outside as that guy locked himself in a room with the kids. Huh. Wow, I didn't think about it. John Smith says, shocking that these no-gun bans for schools doesn't prevent these mass murders. Sir, if we took if there were no AR AR what is it? AR fifteen to, to do the job, as in other countries around the world, we wouldn't have a problem. Anyhow. Um, I, I don't think I played Joe Scarborough for you guys yesterday. And I, I wanted to play Joe Scarborough. You know, he just about throw in the towel on the uh, Republican Party. Alistair Waters, accurate, Robert. I hadn't, yeah, Alistair, Robert hit it on the, hit the nail on the head. I had not. It hadn't even, even though I talk about this stuff, it hadn't even come into my mind. Anyway, let's go ahead and listen to Joe Scarborough and then we'll take it on the other side. Every time one of these incidents occur, we sit back, we say this time is going to be different, or that's how it used to be. What is sad is now I am seeing people say nothing is going to change. We can't change this. It's as if the horror has left us impotent and feeling a sense of worthlessness and you know what that is what's been taught for a long time you know but the problem is we don't have people in their particular ideologies just coming back and saying you know it is wrong and we are going to do what is necessary to make the change you know you could see that sort of resolve in Joe Scarborough's last comment, you know, he's a conservative. He left the Republican Party because of Trump. But I mean, he's a conservative who is now seemingly ready to tell folks, you know what? These guys have just now hit the limit. It is their fault why all of this is going down. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. I do my best uh, to try to be fair to both sides, even when that's extraordinarily difficult because of the way some in my former party have conducted themselves over the past five, six, seven years. But I must say, there is no splitting the difference here. There is no King Solomon splitting the baby here. This is all on the Republican Party. If you want to know why those universal background checks that you support will never be voted on, it's because of the Republican Party. If you want to know why those crazy laws might be being passed in your states that allow people to carry weapons of war openly, and if Ron DeSantis has his way without a permit, without any training, it's because of the Republican Party. They're owned by the NRA. And so we keep hearing again and again and again from presidents who can't even pass legislation that nine out of 10 Americans support. And that is the power that we have denied ourselves. Nine out of 10 Americans want good policy that will protect American citizens. 
and that we have allowed, that we have disempowered ourselves by simply allowing them to fool the way we vote, for them to play with the vote. We have harmed ourselves. It does not have to be that way. Let's get busy. Let's ensure that these politicians pay the price for what they've done. Everything that has occurred in Uvalde, all that has occurred in Uvalde is on the backs of the Republicans. There is blood on their hands and they should pay for it. We spent yep, there's blood on their hands and they should pay for it on election day. Hey, hi, um, let's masticator thinks that if we didn't have the AR-15s, we would just have different problems, worse problems. Really? What worse problems? I would really like to know, Mr. Masticator. What worse problems would we have if we didn't have the AR-15? John Smith says, Haiku. No, no. Haiku says, funny how no good guy with a gun has ever prevented a mass shooting, John Smith, which is true. No, you know, they always talk about a good guy with the gun. Uh, never, never happened. All right. Then John Smith says, there are DOJ estimates that over 2 million people use guns to prevent harm to themselves or others each year. That's bull. Prove, bring, that, bring that point out. What we find, and all studies have shown this, is people who have guns in their homes, most of them don't use it on an intruder. Most of them don't use it on somebody trying to attack them. Most of them use it on their own families, their own girlfriends, their own brothers, sisters. That's where these guns get used, on suicide. That is where these guns get used. Okay, let's see. Uh, blood on the hands sounds like dehumanizing language to me. No? If you have blood on your hands, are you not a human still? Oh, come on now. Masticator says, uh, no, okay. Uh, new to golf. Hello, Egberto. If, if Roe gets overturned, how do you think single-issue pro-life voters will vote? Um, you know, they are working on the next thing immigration there you know those those single those single voters right it's let me back up the pro-life movement is deep involved into the evangelical church okay that's where that's its genesis and what you start to find is that the the evangelical church has become a wing of the democratic of, of, of the republican party and the good thing about it for the republicans is that the followers of these pastors are like zombies. The pastor tell them to st not to take the vaccine, they don't take the vaccine. There's a preacher that made, the, that made the news a few days ago where he said, if anybody voted Democrat, get the hell out of his church. I mean, this is the kind of stuff we have on the other side, which is why I'm saying categorically on our side, a vote for Republicans is a vote to kill children. A vote for Republicans is a vote to kill your personal economy. In other words, to make you poor. It's that simple. If you want to be, if you want to go and start calling things out exactly the way they are, a vote for Republicans, honestly, and I can, I could, I could, I could bet things on this. A vote for Republicans is a vote to get kids killed. All right, let's see what else we got here. John Smith says, Egberto, you don't have any proof. Why don't you bring it? 
proof of what? Uh, watch the video I just linked, John. Get informed, my friend. Thank you, Haiku333. You see, the great thing about our room is that we have smart people of every stripe. You know, even some of our conservatives have allowed themselves to think in this room. All right, let's continue. GOP wants, from Bridge MCP, GOP wants to force children to be born but not make it to recess. I mean, it's funny because... They want them to be born. You know, here's the funny thing. We have a, you, you, you have Greg Abbott bloviating in, in, in um, Uvalde, Texas, trying to convert this killer into a mental problem, right? That way they can isolate it from guns. But guess what? And as Beto O'Rourke said, and let me pull up my latest Medium article on that. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put my Medium articles link in there. And uh, let's see. Let's go to the Medium article, Medium article. Hey, guys, support Medium. When you get when you get a Medium membership, whenever you read my stuff, I get a little few pennies. And whenever you read um, anybody's stuff, the same happens to them. That, that little Medium membership gives you um, ability to read thousands of authors and you have some really good authors on medium I, I i just love medium that's why i started writing there and, and that's where you can see all my blogs without any ads or anything whatsoever but you know consider getting a membership there and i'm gonna give you a code with which to use to get a membership there because that way yours truly can get a little that that's my latest uh, link to rather my latest article on beto check it out and please, please consider signing up for Medium. Uh, where is that? Where, where, where is the sign up? Let me get to the sign up. Consider signing up for Medium. If you sign up for Medium, here's the link. Um, you know, you, you help us out. There is a membership for Medium and it's inexpensive and you get to read. I think the way Medium works is you get to read three articles uh, or something like that. And then if you want to read a lot of other articles, um, you know, um, you, you get a membership. And again, it's cheap and it, it helps the whole writing community. And this writing community is large. I love it. I support a lot of other writers there as well. We support each other as best we can. You know, we, 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 we do this. So check it out. Um, there's where I read Ash's post. There you go, Bridge MCP on Medium. Yeah, Ash started to post on Medium as well as on, as on Amazon. A lot of people don't like the Amazon platform, although the Amazon platforms, I think, gives her a better bang for the buck. But... I love Medium. I, I love the flexibility of Medium, etc. So check out the article at Medium and please consider going and getting yourself a membership on Medium. You'll help not only me, but a whole lot of writers who are writing a whole lot of good stuff. Anyhow, continuing with the program. Um, you know, there, oh God, I only have six minutes left. And this, this stuff is four minutes. I'm going to still play this because I want this. You know, journalists... Uh, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre just got the job as the, um, well, let me just play the piece because it, it was upsetting to me. It was a subliminal message that was upsetting to me. I want you guys to tell me what you think. As you guys know, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she's an immigrant from Asian uh, relatives, family. She's also a LGBTQ person. And you can see how our system tries to discredit the other and sometimes it is done in very very subtle ways and if you are i pick it up and i tell folks about it 
But most people are going to listen to this and just hear it. And then they won't really look at it until she does something. And then they associate that subliminal message that was imparted into their cranium. And then later it comes out. But if you know what is being done, you can actually look through things the, the correct way. You can actually say, ah, no, that is really, they're really trying to malign her. Let's go ahead and see this, and then we'll take it on the other side. John Kirby, the, the admiral of coming in from the Pentagon, uh, this comes in a moment as the communication staff is, is reshaped at the West Wing. Uh, Jen Psaki, of course, just left. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the new press secretary, just started on the job this week. She had her first couple of briefings. But what Kirby brings to uh, the White House is an expertise on foreign policy, which is something Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, does not necessarily have. She, her background is politics, domestic issues. Uh, so there's a sense that there will be a little bit of, there's no question, Corinne Jean-Pierre is the press secretary. But we'll have more of an elevated role here out of the National Security Council for John Kirby than we should, I'm told by officials, expect to hear from him at White House briefings as well, particularly on matters when it comes to the war uh, in Ukraine and other foreign policy concerns. How condescending. Uh, yeah, Corinne Jean-Pierre is, yeah, yeah, she's a, she's a press secretary, no doubt, she's a press secretary. But we have this other guy that he'll be able to come and explain these little political things to her. Well, guess who has more knowledge in government than Jen Psaki. Look, Jen Psaki was great. She's a great communicator. I love Jen Psaki. I think she's one of the best that ever held that office. But you know what? Corinne uh, Jen Pierre just started. But the other thing about Corinne Jen Pierre is that when you look at her qualifications next to Jen Psaki's qualifications, you look and you say, hmm, okay, you have this major. You have Jen Psaki is an English major. And we have this person who has policy and public, meaning Jen, Jen, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, public, uh, uh, public policy, government policy, etc., in her education. They never once said that about, about Jen Psaki. They never questioned her because you know how, you know what press secretaries do. They are briefed. They are educated on every particular issue they need to, need to talk about. You don't have to say that person isn't experienced in, uh, in, in, in foreign policy. That's not her job. But the thing about it is, she is more experienced in foreign policy than is Jen Psaki. So why did he talk about Jen Psaki? He talked about Corinne Jean-Pierre. He didn't say, well, uh, you, you would, you, it would have been interesting if he would have said, well, you know, Corinne Jean-Pierre comes in. Uh, in the public sector, she's a bit more uh, uh, educated in that matter than Jen Psaki. Uh, but still, they're bringing another person into the fold to her in these difficult times. That's not how they framed it. They framed it as she's new. She's not as experienced, and they just went ahead and said, Jen Psaki is leaving. The subliminal message is that the transition is a transition down and that she needs help. It couldn't be further from the truth, but that's what that journalist have in his head because of who it is sitting back on that press conference. You know, I mean, a lot of folks aren't sensitive to that, right? But, um, I, you know, you know what? I, I'm not going to play my book stuff today. I'm just going to give a link and ask you guys to support the program. I, I, I ask you all so kindly to support the program. There, you can get my books. You can get uh, support us via PayPal, all the different ways to do it. Here is the link, uh, the support link. Just click on the support link and it gives you all the different ways you can support us. 
please, please, I ask you so kindly to support us. Because I wanted to add to that. I don't, I don't want to spend time doing the other thing right now. And it goes like this. I'm an engineer. And I remember when I got out of college. I'm going to go over by about a minute or two. I remember when I got out of college, right? And I went into, I, the, the first job that I got, because I have a metal rod on my spine, I couldn't get the job, right? They said I couldn't get the job. So they sent me to back to Houston to the headquarters for NL Industries was the name of the company. And they interviewed me. And this woman, I love her to death, is the one who hired me. Uh, she hired me and she looked at me and said, you don't really have the master's degree that we wanted in computer science, but you program, you wrote this program to control the ships and all that kind of stuff. And I want you, you know, she liked what I did. And we were going to be writing control programs and that kind of stuff. So uh, she, she fought to get me hired, to get me that position, right? So the VP called me into his office, no evidence, no nothing, just a door and close the door. And he looked at me straight into my eyes and he said, I don't know why Pat likes you, but she wants you for the job. And then he, 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 he without batting an eye, he said, you got six months. And if you don't prove yourself, I don't want to hear a damn thing about affirmative action. That stuff screwed me up. Let me tell you, I finished that six-month project in two months. But here's the kicker. The kicker was that I, uh, at that point, is when I became, I want to say, a quasi-Republican. And let me tell you what I mean by that. It's not real, not real, but, you know. I hated affirmative action. And the reason I hated it was personal. The reason I hated it was personal. It wasn't based on what it should have been based on. It was based on they hurt me because everybody there, instead of looking at me for what I am capable of doing, looked at me through the eyes of affirmative action until I learned that if, if it weren't for affirmative action, there's a good chance I wouldn't have gotten that job. But I got the job. I proved not only good at that job, but I exceeded Anybody on that team in the amount of software developed, same thing happened at, at another company where I was interviewed four times for a job that people are usually interviewed two times. And the four products that were released that particular year, of the five products, I was responsible for four. But what I'm saying there is whenever I see things like what that reporter did to Kareem Jean-Pier, it just brings back, brings back those feelings again that you get when it's like, Damn, here we go again. Here we go again. It's 2022. And a lot of people won't see that in that what that reporter did there. A lot of people say, Egbert, I don't see all of that. But when you live it, you know it. You know, you, you know when the condescension is coming. You know when the thinking that, you know, you're not deserving of what you've worked for. You can see when that is happening. Anyway, I got to get out of here. It is 5.02. Folks, let me go ahead and ask you and put that link once more time in the link. Please support Politics Done Right. We do need your support. We do good work for you. We make sure to keep you informed. Thank you so kindly. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this program. I am what? Oh.